Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you full of turkey? Did you potentially have a lot of alcohol? Did you spend a lot of money? Or all of the above? It is the week that that happens throughout the year. And in about four weeks, we'll have another one. (laughs) Anyway. That's all I got in terms of an intro. (laughs) We're turkey drunk. Uh, Woo, tryptophan. Welcome to the Gamers 2 Podcast for November 27th. Is that what today is? Yep. November 27th. Good job. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry. And anything else that might pique our interest. Which eventually will lead into sales. Ooh. Somewhat of Black Friday, just things we've seen. Specifically, one big deal I will call out. Also, I'm going to bring up food later. Just, food. just some conversation around what do we, what favorite dish, wants, needs, things you don't like. Things you don't, things that can be passed on, they don't need to exist. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Yeah. But before I ask you those questions, Matt, we have a question that got asked of us from one known as Odd Rod. I got one of those. Hey. <laughs> well, your Odd Rod asks, <laughs> uh, did you know there is a breakfast called Famous Toastery that has a flight of mimosas? Uh, I did not know that. But I am interested. I'm listening. I also don't give a shit. Negative Nancy over here. It, it's just... I, I'm not a huge mimosa person. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mimosa, we're doing orange juice vodka. We stop there. We throw anything else in. Um, I've always done mimosas as orange juice and champagne. Ooh, okay. Champagne. That sound, that's probably better. For some reason, I thought vodka. And maybe that's just because I'm a heathen. And I'm uneducated on these things. But. I don't know. They're all, they're always kind of hey. Just. I think. I, I think I've talked about this before. Just give me the champagne. I think we've discussed this on the podcast. Yes. We, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Which don't, is probably why. Probably, probably why it's the question. Yeah. Don't put the orange juice in it. Just give me the damn champagne. Yeah. It's usually. I don't need to hide that I'm a, an alcoholic at 8 a.m. It's usually one part orange juice, one part champagne. Yeah, and I don't need, there's no reason I need to hide. We've done this entire bit. Just go listen to the last episode. I can go to IHOP, drink the entire bottle of champagne. I made the whole joke. Now I'm remembering it. But yeah, (laughs) there's no reason to hide that I'm an alcoholic at 10 a.m. with orange juice and champagne. Just give me the bottle of champagne. I don't know. 
Also, did not is, I? I have every time I have questions about the question. Every time we talk about mimosas, I don't like the three or so times it's come up. <laughs> it always, I'm always like, damn, I want a mimosa. Like I'm like, I'm gonna do that, and then it, as soon as I walk out the door, poof, yeah, gone. And then next week it's like, I want another mimosa. <laughs> like I never had the first one. Uh, I have a question. It, there's a breakfast called Famous Toastery. Is that the name of a breakfast or the name of a, like a restaurant, a breakfast restaurant? I actually just it says, googled it. It says a flight of mimosas. Usually, you get flights at restaurants or bars. Or uh, it seems to be a place. Where is the place? Uh, they seem to be located. Okay, this is telling. They seem to be located. I have, in an, the, I have an idea where it's in located. the North Carolina Virginia area. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling it might know where it's located. <laughs> I don't what, but what are you doing a flight of mimosas? You know what I mean? Like, think about that. A flight of mimosas. Usually, when so, you get a flight, it's different. Each one would be different. So, a mimosa doesn't necessarily have to be orange juice. So, it could be any sort of citrus juice. Oh, I, now I'm thinking like apple juice and champagne. That sounds pineapple disgusting. juice. Um, hey, ladies, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what mimosa I had this morning. Deep reference there. Uh, <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> It might be for some people, I guess. <laughs> um, I hope it is for some people. <laughs> yeah, it looks like breakfast, lunch, and brunch all at once is their tagline on their website. Well, no shit. How do you have breakfast, lunch, and brunch? Like, that's that's a terrible tagline. Now I'm annoyed. I'm, I'm annoyed. interested because this is like this. This is my. This would be my here's, jam right here's, here. Here's my thing. I'm interested. This can go back to if we ever find the car we want in North Carolina or Virginia, we have a place to stop now as we're driving. The issue, you are getting way too invested in this. <laughs> I could tell, I'm going to tell you their, their cocktails once you're all set over there. Okay. I'm just going to say the one last thing about their, their slogan. Obviously, if you have breakfast and if you have lunch, you also have brunch. You don't get to say and brunch. Like, no shit. The first two make the third. So they have their mimosa. They have a creamsicle, which is vodka, orange juice, cream, and house champagne. I'm I'm here for that. There's a rumosa, which Ooh, is mango rum, Ooh. orange juice, and champagne. So far, number one, I'm still on the creamsicle. <laughs> Cold War Russian. Uh, cold, <laughs> cold brew coffee, vodka, Kahlua, and Bailey's. I'm out. You started with coffee. Um, let's see here. Uh, peach Bellini, uh, peach schnapps with peach puree and champagne. See, now that I'm interested in because I do love me a good peach. So I'm just curious. So creamsicle peach, uh, cranberry juice with champagne. Yeah, that's called uh, I'm lazy. I usually do pineapple juice and champagne. Hey, there it is. <laughs> uh, Kiss of the Irish. Irish cream, coffee liqueur, coffee and whipped cream. Huh. Oh, flight of mini mimosas. There, oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, choose four. Peach, mango, wildberry, passion fruit, uh, classic OJ, and cranberry. Remove the mango. I'm curious about the wild. Well, if we're ever out of a pandemic, I will find myself a famous... You find yourself on a way to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever that place was called. Famous Toastery. Toastery. So we're going to go buy a project car. We're going to stop at Famous Toastery. And we're going to make a trip to White Castle. I 
I made an agreement with uh, the old ball and chain. Oh boy, spring. I'm finding myself a Miata. Yeah. So you gonna junk those other ones you're gonna get rid of over there? One of them will be junked. <laughs> so well, hopefully there's a Miata in North Carolina slash Virginia. Yeah. And we can go find yeah. a famous toastery and have mimosas. Yep. Among other things. Anyways, back to video games. And the new ones that came out this week, including one Nate spent too much time with. And by too much, he means not enough. It's never enough. Number one, World of Warcraft, the Shadowlands expansion has officially released. Gotta chase that dragon. Nate won't tell you. You never catch the dragon, Matt. You never catch the dragon. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> uh, bad news. Nate won't tell you how much time he spent in that game. Though. I was going to ask. Uh, I could. I don't have really a way to tell. That's what I figured. Since then. I can mm-hmm. tell you how much time I've spent at 60 now. But I can't tell you the time. I can tell you it took me uh, 10, 10 hours, probably 10 to 10 hours show to, to hit 60. Uh, which was two sessions for me. But the amount of time I've played since 60, that was about midday Tuesday. It's currently late Friday, so that much time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever the math may be. <laughs> minus sleep. Yes, minus that much time, minus sleep to the power of three. <laughs> uh, number two, Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid saga continues for the Switch. Number three, Football Manager 2021 for the PC. It's going to be a rough couple weeks for you that'll probably be starting next week i have to talk to kenny he messaged me today he's like i know you're stuck in wow but when are we going to start football manager <laughs> and i was like honestly we'll probably start next week but i have to actually get it get a time set away yeah. from him because i'm like by the way cyberpunk's <laughs> the week after so <laughs> we gotta yeah. slide it in well cyberpunk and i think, and I think cyberpunk <laughs> i think cyberpunk is also the same week that the raid releases in wow mm. so I'm going to be watching the Game Awards and playing Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I might be raiding the night before that. It's all smoke <laughs> and mirrors on who I have to please. Myself, always. Number four, Just Dance 2021 <laughs> for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Number five, Out of Space Couch Edition for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number six is Vigor for the PS4. Number seven, Android Hunter A for the PC. Number eight, Root Double Before Crime Times After Days Extend Edition for the Switch. I fucking hate those names. Number nine, Made of Skur for the Switch. Number 10, Spirit of the North for the PS5. And number 11, The Unexpected Quest for the PC. There you have it. A lot of good ones. Really two, just, two really two. big ones. Yeah. For this podcast. <laughs> Next week's is going to be really short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like Cyberpunk. Everyone else is No, like, it'll be eh. two, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks, it'll be really short. Next week, there won't be anything because everybody just ran away from Cyberpunk anyway. Yeah. <laughs> December will be bleak. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be Indie Bonanza. Next week, yeah. I should be able to say Empire of Sin is officially out. Oh, yeah. Do me some gangster RPG stuff. All right. I'm going to take evens. That's what I wanted you to. What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, odds. I mean, odds. (laughs) Uh, The Verge had an interview with the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. 
naturally some interesting things were discussed. Uh, so we're going to go over them real quick. Um, the interview itself is actually fairly interesting. If you like, if you find futures of the video game industry and all that good stuff, interesting and what Microsoft's doing in general, it's worth a read. Um, here's some snippets. Uh, we got some insight into how game pass works as far as paying developers. The subscription service originally paid studios based on the usage of their game, but deals have now varied to the point where they're all over the place. Quote, that sounds unmanaged, but it's really based on the developer's needs. A smaller to mid-sized developer might be starting a game and say, hey, we're willing to put this in Game Pass on our launch day if you guys will give us X dollars now. Uh, We'll create a floor for them in terms of the success of the game. They know they're going to get this return. End quote. Uh, Spencer noted that in some cases, Microsoft pays for the full production cost of a game's development, but still allows developers to generate more revenue by taking their title to retail, even for other platforms, including PlayStation, Steam, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, He continued, quote, Others want agreements more based on usage and monetization in whether it's a store monetization that gets created through transactions or usage. We're open to experimenting with many different partners because we don't think we have it figured out, end quote. Spencer added that he hopes to eventually settle on a hybrid model that's based on both usage and upfront payments. Makes sense. It does. Um, I wasn't expecting them to be so freeform about it. You know, like, ah, what will work for you guys? We're, we're in a new, new age of, of Microsoft that realized, if we're just nice, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a trend through the interview, and it was clearly like, you know, Game Pass works, and it's the future for us, and we're going to play the good guy so that no one has an excuse not to use Game Pass on their on their systems or service. Yeah. And it's such a good service that Matt bought three months of it. I did. For $20? $20 for three months of Game Pass Ultimate. Which is $15 a month normally, so $25 yep. off. Yep. What a Black Friday deal. Boom, there's one out the gate. Boom, got it. I'm going to try that xCloud out. X going to give it to you. Um, where were we? Okay. He also talked about brand fanatics, sort of. Uh, quote, that tribalism in the industry, if there was anything that would ever drive me out of the industry, it's actually that. When a team releases something into the market for the world to tear it apart on the internet, it's just such a it's just such a brave thing for a team to do. I'm never going to vote against any creative team or any product team to do poorly because I have a competitive product. It's not in me. I don't think I don't actually think it helps us in the long run in the industry. He's right. Fair. We've said it before, if the console wars are dead, shut the hell up. But you have enough internet people that are like but mine have more teraflops. You're like, oh, dude. Titty flops. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about how many titty flops you have, how big they are. It's about how you use them. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 the dumbest thing in the world watching. I mean, luckily, nobody comments on our stuff, which is, you know, just funny in a way. But it you go into certain, you go to IGN, right? And I don't go to IGN mm-hmm. anymore. I just, I get my news fed to me in an rss feed <laughs> that just brings everybody together but you go into some comment sections or you see shit on twitter or whatever reddit and it's just 
oh my god, this is such, this is so much better than the Yakuza. Who cares? Shut up! I really hope that they just fail and this doesn't work as a company. Listen, I understand what you might be thinking you're saying. It's not what you're saying. Yeah. It's you gotta, just, you gotta have it, and you have to have a somewhat objective view on these things. Yeah, and like, technically, from Phil's and what Phil is saying, and what I agree with, you never want, in terms of specifically the consoles, I'll ignore development, games, and I'm going to, for this conversation, I'll ignore the Switch. Actually, no, no, I'll keep the Switch there. You want this Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft to all be fighting each other with the best product they can put forward. You don't want one of them to flop. Because the moment they want one of them to flop, your common denominator gets fucking tanked. If they're all pushing each other to strive to be better, and you get to have the discussion about how many T-flops do they have, not why does one not work at all, then that's the conversation you want to have. You want these people to be fighting with each other and pushing out great products, not... <laughs> oh my god, my Xbox is so much better. Shut up! No! No! But the internet told me so. How you snap <laughs> your neck. The amount of times I've I've at least appreciated it. Speaking of internet dumbness. You know what? Nah, screw it. I'm gonna get it in. Wow, World of Warcraft. Then no wow news. No wow news, and I'm I'm just gonna get this part in because it's kind of dealing with the tribalism type of thing. There was a lot of discussion going into the expansion of the covenants and like locking yourself in, and everybody's screaming, blah blah blah. I haven't heard an iota of screaming since it came out. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe because the minority scream as loud as they could, and then nobody really cares, actually. That's the downside of the internet, really. Also, and I've seen it at least in my little my my little corner of WoW, it has been a joke enough that people are like, hey, so who are you picking? When people are leveling and you're seeing you're seeing people hit sixty and then you know they're about to go pick a covenant, and you're like, Oh, so who are you picking? And there's been, you know, the jokes of like, Oh, if you don't pick so and so, you're dead to me just because they you know, people do like the the thematical things of certain things. Hmm. Which is all they're all good tongue in cheek jokes, but some of them have been asking like, "Well, who did the internet tell you to pick?" And it's like, "Yeah, exactly." There's enough of it where the internet is going to scream, where it's like, "If you didn't pick this because it's three percent better than the other one, you shouldn't be playing the game." Shut up! Shut up! The internet was a mistake. It's a bold statement. Uh, social media was a mistake. <clears throat> I like that. I can get behind that one. The ability <clears throat> to have comments turned on is a mistake. Without your identity attached to it. Which gets into a quite scary idea, but yes. <laughs> it does. It's a weird, like... There's a very fine line where it's like, I don't want that, but also I want that. I don't want that for what it implies. If, if people could stop being people... It would be okay. Yeah. But what I wouldn't give to read somebody's internet history to them. It says here that you're, uh, 
You recognize the username Dragon Sniper sixty nine. Nice. No, really, you don't remember leaving the comment something racist, blah blah blah, on a Korean freestyle rap video. <laughs> really, you don't remember that? Yeah, we're done here. Please leave. <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we? When asked, back to Phil Spencer. Yeah, back to uh, Phil Spencer <laughs> and Xbox and everything that's decently good so far. When asked asked about an xCloud app for TVs, quote, I think you're going to see that in the next 12 months. I don't think anything's going to stop us from doing that. And you're quote. not putting on Apple TV. <laughs> True that. Or, or Sony TVs, probably. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, at least not baked into their... Um, yeah. Have to sideload that. Oh, unless they're using... I don't know what Sony leverage is for their smart TV. Android TV. They might be okay, then. Because if they're, if they're using lever- Android TV, they probably can't, like, tell Android TV you can't have an app available when Android TV is going to have it on their phones and everything else for all the other TVs. That's true. Uh, so they might be Android okay. TV does have an Apple TV now app, which is interesting, I think. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. I was thrilled about it, but... That starts spiraling down into who sues who now. Yeah. Google and Apple about to go at it? They already have a loss. No, wait, that's Google and Epic. Yeah, Google, Epic, no, Epic, fuck. Apple. So now you're about to get a three-way <laughs> fight when Apple and Google start fighting with each other. All right. It's a Mexican standoff. <laughs> uh, when asked if this would be the last console uh, generation, I guess you could say, quote, I don't think these will be the last big pieces of hardware that we ship. It's funny because I'm sitting here and I look to my right and here's my Sonos speaker, a Sonos Move, which is a big piece of hardware that's well done. The advent of streaming audio has not caused me to buy fewer audio devices in my home. If anything, it's actually increased the number. They're not like $2 little speakers. This is real money spent on real devices, end quote. I thought that was a very interesting comparison. It is. It is a very, it is also a very Phil comparison mm-hmm. because he will do that. We're, we're just, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, Zoom call, huh? Holy shit, I spent a lot of money on those Sonos speakers. Yeah, no, it's pretty much the same problem. <laughs> They're going to keep buying hardware. I also hate this question. Yeah, every year. every generation. Yeah. Are, these the last, are these the things that will kill the mm-hmm. console generations of the future? I think to be fair, That's this is nerd. the first... My, I'm using that. <laughs> this is the first like generation where that question has a seat at the table just because of all the streaming services and stuff. Agreed. It's but, the first time that it should be justifiably asked. But like it's the, the last, tale of the boy who cries wolf. Yeah, the <laughs> last three times when you guys asked it during the PS2, will we ever need to buy hardware again? Shut up! <laughs> Theme of this week is shut up. Good news for all you people that didn't get to spend it with your families and just had to listen to politics and tell everybody else to shut up. You don't have, you get to listen to me now tell everybody to shut up. He's getting it out of his uh, system. Luckily, it doesn't happen during my. It's not a problem I've incurred in my years of life around a holiday time. Did you guys do like a Zoom call or something? Nah, nah. No, we did a Zoom call. Yeah, it's interesting. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. But like, was it? It was. Um, <laughs> it wasn't bad. You know, you're you in the comfort of your home. You can mute it. You know, like, yeah, it only just, lasts, like, half hour. You can so. mute that. You can turn off your webcam. You can just walk away whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you hope they don't notice, basically. <laughs> yeah, Zoom calls, like, I've, I've done a couple of them. And I've just been like, all right, well, I'm here. 
what do you guys want? Why am I here? <laughs> All right, I'm going to move you over to one screen. World of Warcraft. <laughs> we'll start playing something. You guys let me know if you're busy. Like, I think I did, I did my fantasy draft over a Zoom call. Just because we a couple of us were just hanging out in a Zoom call. And I've played games. I think I, was, I think we were using like the Facebook one, though. And I was like, oh, my God, I hate every second of this. But that's because Facebook. Number two, the PlayStation 5 is Sony's biggest console launch ever. The official PlayStation Twitter account said the next-gen console has surpassed the initial sales of the PlayStation 4, although the company didn't share official sales figures. Quote, We want to thank gamers everywhere for making the PS5 launch our biggest console launch ever. End quote. This would imply that the PS5 is also the biggest console launch in history since the previous record holder was the PS4. Microsoft Series X slash S launch was also a success, breaking their own internal console sales records. Uh, do we talk about the fact that PlayStation doesn't have any more PS5s? Uh, we don't. Um, I figured we would end up mentioning it at this point in the game. They did say, so in the same tweet, so okay, I guess a uh, series of events here. Obviously, did I add the, hold on a second, let me back up here. Checking notes, checking notes. I don't remember what I added in, what I didn't add in. I didn't see anything about that. The scalpers and stuff? No, I don't. No, there's only... There's a PS5 thing mentioned on Steam here in a bit. All right. Um, I didn't add the scalper thing in there because I just didn't want to go through all that hassle. But I think we all know that at this point. Um, Like that scalper that had 1,500 PS5s or whatever? Yeah, the guy, the group in UK that had 3,500. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Um, So there's that. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) We stopped all the scalpers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so sony came out and re- was like we're out of ps5s and then they released this tweet and in the tweet they said that they will have more consoles available uh in december and it's it's very specific in what they say when they say they're out of ps5s mm-hmm. that means sony sold all of the ps5s they had to retailers yeah so retailers currently have all the ps5s Obviously mixed with consumers, but all the PS5 for sale, Sony has already given to your Myers, Walmart, Target, GameStop, Best Buy. All those stores currently have their PlayStations, and once those are gone, then we're waiting on Sony to make more. I suspect... Because um... I saw somebody... Like when Dewey mentioned it, he's like, Sony's out of PlayStations. I was like, that reads very trickily. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's there's no way, one, that they're like all the PlayStations are gone already. There's just, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Not if they upped production like they said. And then when I read, read that they're like, oh, we sold them all to retailers. I was like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. I would suspect, though, after this weekend, there will be It'll a be, drought until... <laughs> it, it might be a two-week drought. Yeah, until mid-December, or I would a, assume. A two-week drought or somebody announcing a sale of like five. Yeah. Like Walmart's like, listen, we got five. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> This is this could be. I mean, when they do uh, announce sales numbers, it'll be interesting because if they stuck to their goal, I think it was seven point two million. Of, yeah, of their production by uh, the first quarter of twenty twenty one, or by March, or it would be March, I guess. Same, yeah, same time frame. Launch window. Yeah, that that's gonna be. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And then you now get to have everybody's conversation when I go pandemic question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
my favorite conversation to have. That's oh, everything is going so poorly. We're in a pandemic. I was like, mm. Sony just sold six million PlayStations. So yeah, that doesn't even include uh, Nintendo Switches are selling out still. Um, Xbox Xboxes are selling out. Can't buy a graphics card. Graphics cards, CPUs. Yeah, can't so get any of those. It's like yes, I'm ignoring the giant elephant in the room where there are clearly things that have been affected, but. I don't think you can blame the pandemic anymore. I think you have to look for a different excuse. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think it's a pretty easy excuse of where you should repoint your finger, but. It's also probably a case of people redirecting their money. Because, like, these are all things that you, if you're spending more time at home, you'd want to yeah. invest in. It stops um, the pivot of we're not all going out for food every night. I didn't run up a $400 bar tab each week. I didn't. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, PlayStation Update, I've been still trying, still not successful. A few other people I know who have, like, uh, have tried as well and also not had any success. But I think we're, as we got further away from launch, they, retailers were releasing less and less consoles every go, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, your I chances think- of getting one are probably shrinking and not increasing so for for now now. yeah 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 Yeah, you're doing the uh you're doing the old hourglass move yep like sun through an hourglass so are the days of our lives so of our ps5s (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like sun through an hourglass so are the available ps5s eventually you'll be able to find one when we walk into a store yeah uh, eventually. <laughs> yeah, got plenty that's, of time. Know, that's if you walk into a store. When's the next PlayStation exclusive coming out? Do we know of one? First half. There's the two in the first half of 2021. Okay, so yeah, we got which plenty is of time. ratcheting Clank and Grand Turismo. Yeah, plenty of time. Uh, Rockstar Games announced that it will be selling Red Dead Online as a standalone game starting next week. Uh, Red Dead Online will be regularly priced at $20. What's up? Nothing. It's just that the sentence you read doesn't make sense to me, so continue. Okay. But Rockstar said it will be on sale for $5 from its launch until February 15th, 2021. Those who purchased the online game, the online component of the game, I don't know. You see, this is a weird part. Uh, we'll also have the option to purchase and unlock the Red Dead Redemption 2 story mode later on, although Rockstar did not say how much that would cost. Grand Theft Auto Online will also be available separately from Grand Theft Auto 5 when the two offerings launch on PS5 in the later half of 2021. So it makes sense because they're doing it with GTA. That part makes sense. If you're gonna if you're gonna break out your online on GTA, you break out your online in Red Dead, okay that that lot. You're moving to having an online version of your game and the the story mode. Okay, makes sense. GTA makes sense. Red Dead makes sense because it's not selling... The GTA... The online component isn't as popular as GTA. Grand Theft Auto. Online. That's what my thought process initially was. Was like... Like, Grand Theft Auto makes sense to me because it's been out. So, like, no one's going to want to rebuy the game again. Nobody wants the story mode. Yeah. I, Whereas Red Dead, it's 
the opposite, really. Yeah, you buy it for the story mode, and then online is kind of there. Yeah, which is why when the initial part of the when I was like confused, I was like, why would you break out online on Red Dead? No one's playing it comparatively. Mm-hmm. Clearly, somebody's still playing it because they keep updating it, so somebody's there. Yeah, was there's like, also updates for. I didn't throw them in the article because I didn't want to be on this topic forever. But fuck it. Um, there's a bounty hunter uh, expansion DLC update coming to uh, Red, Red Dead. Yeah, and there's a new heist coming to yep. GTA. GTA. Online. Yeah, but it's it's it, when you read the first, I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. And then when it when you find out later that GTA is also doing it, you go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Faux show. Faux show. Still don't know why, if you were not going to buy Red Dead before, why you'd buy only the online part. Yeah. It's... I mean, for $5, I feel like that's... Yeah. But after February 21st? I feel like this is GTA 15. being like, oh, we're going to give you guys this... And see if anyone jumps on it. And then if no one does, maybe we'll peter out on on Red Dead and just focus solely on GTA. At least on the online. Also, just give me the fucking deals. This kind of bothered me a little bit because I I prefer the story mode content on GTA and Red Dead. Yes. GTA Online has made a stupid amount of money unbelievably stupid so with them separating them and selling them separately i'm like oh no like are they going forward of we have no gta 6 because gta online online is does so well yeah and we just call it gta online but if they were really wanting to do that they'll make a gta 6 online as well you'll get gta 6 story mode and gta 6 online Mm-hmm. Because they'd have they'd be stupid not to just make free money by moving to GTA Six Online with a new map and blah 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 blah. Yeah, new engine or not new engine, but new consoles. Yada yada yada. Um, so yes, I do see that worry. I still am annoyed. Red Dead Online is even a thing, and I didn't just get the remastered version of Red Dead Redemption in the game. Yeah, when all the assets are there, the world is literally in the game. <laughs> Just let me do it. <laughs> it would have been so cool to finish up two and, then and just keep keep either, going. Either keep going, or you know, like even if it was a year later, be like, "Hey, we dropped it. Now you can just continue the the story of mm-hmm. of the crew." It's yeah. it's been long enough. The story of John. Yeah. And then eventually, when we get to um, Lancelot, whenever he starts doing his thing. Number four, Epic Games has added a subscription service to Fortnite. Number five, (laughs) starting (laughs) on December 2nd with the launch of the fifth season in Fortnite's second chapter. What the fuck? Players will be able to purchase a Fortnite crew subscription for $12 a month. The subscription includes a battle pass for the full season ahead and 1,000 V-Bucks to spend each month. The Fortnite crew package also includes some exclusive content and outfit bundle each month that will only ever be available through the subscription. So they say. Interesting. The money. People will buy it. I'm surprised that didn't exist before because they already had battle passes. Why not just roll it in? 
Yeah, I initially did a double take on that and was like, really? Battle passes were $10 a season, so I guess it makes sense if you can just milk them for 12 bucks a month instead and you run a season for three months. I could probably break out the math if you're like, okay, so that's thirty six bucks. It's a good if, if if a season is three months, and I don't know that it is, but let's say it's three months. Three months, you knock off ten bucks for the battle pass, you're down to twenty six dollars. I don't know what a thousand V bucks cost. Six ninety five. So times three, twenty one dollars. So you're down to five dollars overhead. Or you know, five dollars that you would have paid over. Hmm. But then you're getting the exclusive rewards. So if you say that the exclusive skins are worth five dollars, then I guess you're breaking. <sighs> Terrible. Um, number five for <clears throat> <Terrible. laughs> Bossa Studios Who? of Surgeon Simulator fame has confirmed it is laying off a small number of staff as part of a restructuring. The developer has told Eurogamer that 13 of its 85 positions were initially at risk, but this has been lowered to 10 and could be reduced further by the end of the consultation period. I'm assuming by this, they're consulting with an outside third-party company or something, but that would make sense. Uh, Earlier this year, the company shifted to a hybrid remote office-based model. Now the developer is building on this and has decided to, quote, reshape the team for the new industry we see ahead of us, end quote. Uh, an anonymous source of GameIndustry.biz claims that these layoffs are indirectly related to mismanagement from Boston Studios, pointing to recent Glassdoor reviews. Uh, multiple Glassdoor reviews claim that management are too controlling and are too concerned with their own creative ideas than listening to the teams. On top of this, Boston Studio has been accused of excessive crunch in their recent development of Surgeon Simulator 2. Which I'm not sure how it sold. Because it wasn't, you know, it. I don't think it had the hype around it as Surgeon Simulator initially itself did. Yeah. Um, Saw it for like a week and haven't seen it since. The anonymous source does go into detail. With, well, I guess I should say GameIndustry.biz and Eurogamer, I believe was the other one. Yeah. Do go into detail with specifics from the both of their anonymous sources. Uh in in relation to this, if you're curious. Interesting, nonetheless. Yes. But number six, TikTok creator ByteDance announced the creation of its publishing arm, Pixmain, as well as the launch of its gaming platform, Danwon Games. The new publishing arm currently has five mobile games in the works for the Chinese market. Three of them will also be published on PC, and one will get a Switch release as well. Grim Valor by Finnish developer Direlight. Gaming platform... Oh, sorry. Grim Valor by Finnish developer Direlight is the one that's getting the Switch release as well. Got it. Gaming platform Danwon Games was unveiled in October and specializes in casual games, such as puzzle titles and simple side-scrollers, the South China Morning Post said. The publication added that ByteDance ambitions to compete... Oh, God. God. People <laughs> that write like this. The publication added that ByteDance ambitions to compete with Chinese giants Tencent and NetEase by leveraging the massive user base of TikTok and its Chinese counterpart, uh, Douyin. Do you want another NetEase slash Tencent? Another one? Yeah, right. 
It's like, all right, bike dance, we're going to go for it, but we're going to start with side-scrollers. You guys heard of Mario? <laughs> Mario. But this guy is named Omarion. Close, but not. <laughs> Wait, no. If Omarion's what I think it is, there's no way China would use that. You know how I know I'm getting old? TikTok. The, the newer, <laughs> like, every new social media platform makes me angrier and angrier oh yeah yeah there was gonna be nothing better when i when the talk of tiktok getting kicked out i was just like oh it'll be so funny be hysterical just to watch all these seven-year-olds have to find out something else to do it's just uh i just don't get it i don't get it i don't get it either but we're you know old man yells at clouds yeah you damn kids and your dance videos. <laughs> Which I know is not the only thing on TikTok. I have heard stories, tales of yore, of like woodworking videos or handyman videos. Like, oh, you're curious how to fix something? Mm-hmm. People show there's like that stuff on TikTok. I do like, know that this old house has a TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what I'm not going to do? Follow them on TikTok. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, I can't remember the. We brought this up before because we brought up this old house before. I never remember mm-hmm. the guy's name, but I just I can hear his voice every time, and I can see the entire intro of going down like the the driveway, and there's the giant wooden sign, and it's well, the which the thing is at this point, like which I guess uh, personality because originally it was Bob Vila, and then I think it was the one probably right after Bob Vila. Yeah, like so mixed it's in, um, mixed in with some Bob Vila ones. Yep. I can't remember his name though. Yeah, Fuck. we brought we brought it up before when we were doing the research. Mm-hmm. But it used to be on in the house sometimes. Yeah, and you just hear "Thanks for stopping at this old house," and you're just <laughs> like, <laughs> "I." There's probably information in this show I should understand and like know. But they, I'm not do their YouTube channel. That's yeah. where it's at. But it's like when I do something now, we've I mean, we've talked about this before. But like, if I had paid attention to this old house mm-hmm. when I did the floor. In that entire room. Mm-hmm. And then we hung a beam and everything else for framing out a garage door. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good about whatever else we can do because we had no idea what we were doing. We Listen. didn't even, we like watched a couple of YouTube videos and went, well, let's, have, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And everything worked. You got plenty of, we should build a little little cabin back there. <laughs> go, go full bore. Just build a cabin with a bunch of booby traps. Okay. And see what stupid... Fit right in with the locals. <laughs> yeah, and see what stupid person walked back there. You probably would get someone. Although, I think that's illegal in New York State to have booby traps. They're on my property. Fuck it's them. still illegal, I guess. I don't know. You're right. You know what I should do? I should just wire it with enough electricity to have cameras out there. And just cameras on all the trees just staring at it and be like, who's going to be dumb today? Solar panels. It'd work now. Wouldn't work in, in the spring or summer, probably. Well, the problem is I'd have to still, um, I'd have to, I'd have to clear a decent spot if we were going to do panels back there. Yeah. I paneled the entire side of the house, just that like entire. <laughs> anyway, let's see here the Hugo Awards. Who Hugo? The Hugo Awards. Never heard of them. We're going to talk about it. All right. We'll add a new. I've heard of them, but it's kind of like it's out there. The Hugo Awards will add a new video game category for its 2021 ceremony. The introduction of a Best Video Game Award was revealed by the organizer's official Twitter account, stipulating that the accolade will only be offered next year. 
The Hugo Awards is a long-running literary award ceremony that focuses on science fiction. It has been running since 1953 and is voted for by members of the World Science Fiction Convention, or Worldcon. Uh, the event's co-chair, Colette Fozard, said, since, quote, since early 2020, many of us have spent more time gaming than we ever expected. This award will offer fans an opportunity to celebrate the games that have been meaningful, joyful, and exceptional over this past year, end quote. While there is currently no permanent Hugo Award category that recognizes interactive storytelling, the organizers have said the Hugo Study Committee is considering adding best game or interactive experience to the roster going forward. All right, so Hugo Awards are not like a Pulitzer, but we're up there. Yeah, it's for science. It's like the Pulitzer for science fiction. Sure. Yeah, because why? You know, they need their own. <laughs> Rude. You know how many books as a kid you could just go into a library, pull off a shelf, and they have seven medals on the front of them, and you're just like, how many award shows do you people have? Well, every, I feel that every, way now with video games. Video games, movies, yeah. fucking every industry has their own. Oh, we didn't talk about this one enough. Let's make our own award show because it's going to be different. It's going to be edgy. It's going to be whatever. <laughs> it's going to be more in touch with the kids. The game with the video game awards always comes to mind. Remember the, the VGAs? V- the VGAs. I mean, the VGAs are are the game awards. That's what. <laughs> that's what they. That's what spawned the game awards. Well, that's the funny thing is like so. There's the VGAs, and then I think Jeff Keighley did them one time. The VGAs. Yeah. And then he was like, basically, like I don't like these. I'm going to make my own award show. And then he basically ate the VGAs. Yes. And now he is the game awards. Yeah. Like, He's just like, ah, that's that's mine. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. I'm going to make it much better and much less trashy. Yeah. And we're going to just, you know, we're not going to air it on Spike. We're going to have. Which doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Nope. Not to my knowledge. <laughs> we're going to have like fucking Chick Razor guy. Oh my God. The fucking <laughs> Gillette robot. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, what his name was, but yeah. Gillette. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those game, those the game. Luckily, it's that's why we only pay attention to the game awards and the dice awards. And the only reason we pay attention to those because the game awards we think has the best show comparatively for every everything else, and the dice awards is industry peers, which is more interesting than anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about Oscars or anything else because of all the bullshit that goes on behind the scenes in them. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Joseph Ferris said it best. <laughs> And a few times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes are those where you have to go to, like, you know, you're going to parties and you're throwing $300,000 just to even be potentially in the category. And blah, it's just, oh, cool. It's a whole giant waste of money throwing. Yeah. I'm real, uh, I'm, I'm real curious about this year's Game Awards. I think the streaming thing could have potential to make it, like, good, good. I think it'll make it better because it, you remove relying on an audience. Yeah. Where I think some of their skits beforehand, you are relying on an audience reaction. And when, at least for us, when you see the Game Awards audience from home, it never looks like a full house. Yeah. You clearly see like empty seats scattered throughout. And I don't know if that's just because <clears throat> people have gone up to get drinks or what. Because then I see some people's like photos from their seats and it looks their bodies all around them. So I'm like, I don't I don't know where you guys were sitting, but like when you look out in the crowd, there's clearly empty seats in places. It's like, I don't but yeah, it, it removes having to wait on them for jokes and you can still, now you just punch and punch and punch 
and hope that somebody at home went, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> uh, number eight, in a post announcing PS5 controller support for Steam, Valve said gamepads are an increasingly common choice on the platform. Quote, in the past two years, the number of daily average users playing a Steam game with a controller has more than doubled, end quote. Games that lend themselves to controllers can easily see 60% of of players using pads. Valve said while certain genres like skateboarding games can see that number go well over 90%. Makes sense. There are just certain games that are much better to be played on a controller. And Mm -hmm. a bunch of people that didn't give a shit about consoles anymore moved and just brought their Xbox controller with them once they learned they could just use that. Yeah, that's what I think I'm wondering is what happened is... Video in the past few years, game video games have become like ex, like really mainstream. Yes, um, and because going to the the old Xbox and PC conversation, mm-hmm. if you get a PC, you don't need to also buy an Xbox. Yeah, so <clears throat> you just, you get to throw everything together, and then you're like, oh, I have this giant Steam library. Well, I'm just gonna play with a controller because I can. Real curious about this PS5 controller support. Yeah. It, it's like okay cool it works but obviously it doesn't have does it, it work yeah work. yeah it's not it's not an astro's playroom demo yeah yeah if it is i will buy a ps5 controller for my pc i mean the kick is that it always still no matter what comes out of what the, dev, the devs have in store for it yeah my uh like i'm playing the show and i'll tell you what i don't have any adaptive stuff on my triggers and oh, excuse me in the show the um got the hiccups going on x my xbox one controller is getting real yeah, real. Uh, I well, I I use mine a lot, and it's that's it's, true. I don't I, I don't use mine as much as you. I think. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, but real getting real finicky. I I don't use my original one anymore. I only use the one we bought. That was the version two. Mm-hmm. But I have I have you know dabbled in the idea of buying a new Xbox controller because uh, in the ads for this week they have the xbox the xbox series x controller which is the exact same controller uh but in a slate blue with a white back so it's like a blue like that uh coat hanger kind of Mm -hmm. blue but actually more like this blue Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna know what i'm talking about (laughs) more like this blue across the face of it and then the back is white it really pops because it's matte finished and i'm like ooh. Ooh, Matt finished on this controller, and I'm all about it. I'd like an all-black PlayStation 5 controller. Never happened, probably. At least not in the first year. I want a Zebra PlayStation 5 controller. Ooh. You got taste. What would we call <laughs> me a designer? <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. A you group. Imagine, you know, now I'm thinking about that, you just like picture a, a full fucking Zebra playstation kit i could though the new design lends itself well to that very well yeah just a bunch of diagonal black lines across it Mm -hmm. but not not stripes that's too much they have to be broken up like you would on a zebra there's a lady at work that has like high-end 3d printers and she's looking she said when they when someone started new fancy stuff yeah when someone post the panel designs on online she'll she'll print panels for them oh boy yeah fancy yeah i just i, I don't know possibilities even want, are endless here's the thing here's the thing with that right so think about it we're gonna go big picture matt mm-hmm. 
I don't know if anybody's really talked about this yet. So yeah, they're going to print 3D panels, right? Cool. What if you take the panels and you're like, all right, I 3D printed some panels, whatever. Here's all I want. I want you to get one. It can be vertical. You can do a lot of things now that my my brain has just jumped places. <laughs> so you can do vertical designs. But I immediately went to a landscape design. So like you're you're flat instead of standing it up. Mm-hmm. But instead of it just being like, oh, whatever, I printed a panel. No, no, no. You print a scene on that panel. A vertical scene. Mm-hmm. So when you're laying it down, you see the battle of Helm's Deep on top of the... Sometimes. Or some, you know, some type of scene you could actually put on the top of the PS5. Yeah, you could put like, I don't know, fucking Kratos and you could put a zombie Nathan Drake hanging out. Yeah, in a boat with the boy. Yeah, you could put uh, like a zombie coming, trying to crawl out of it. On the vertical ones, you could have like the old like face. Pulling, you know, doing the old uh, face screaming through cloth mm-hmm. maneuver. You can do a, <clears throat> so many things that go to my mind. Where I'm like, ooh, you could have a a baseball and a bat. You could have it broken, like it swung and like you threw the baseball into it. The yep. old cracked display. Mm-hmm. You could have. You could just put a big X triangle circle square LED into the side of it. You could. You could Xbox brand it. I've already I've already <laughs> seen a couple of those. People just sprayed them, but yeah, there's there's all those 3D things like that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 3D printers, man. I hope somebody actually does that. I want to. I want to see some bomb ass plates. I think what you're gonna see a lot of is because, um, like, okay, cool. Oh, you spray painted it. You taped it up and sprayed it. Uh, yeah. Anybody can do that. You're not you're not impressing me anymore. Sure, I like the color scheme of like the black one with the Spider Man on it for people who are toting as the fake Miles Morales edition. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. That's just the color. What if it was a three D spider Spider Man thing? Him crawling up a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Him on the vertical side scaling Yeah, like, like the cover or whatever. Yeah, like Avengers Tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or him being upside down. Hanging there, doing the old like making uh, out with Mary Jane. Yeah, exactly. The whole the, <laughs> the old uh, weird horrible kiss scene from Tobey Maguire's. Uh, ridiculous. I think what we're gonna end up seeing is like high performance panels with like extra vents in them. I don't. I I just want to see a sweet. Think about getting a sweet Spider Man one, but it's his mask. It's the mask from Into the Spider Verse. So mm-hmm. it's a Miles Morales mask. Yeah, but the eyes have an LEDs behind them. Hmm. Because you have a USB outlet on the PlayStation. That's true. So just have it work LEDs in the eyes that are, you know, badass. We'll have to get on that. <clears throat> if your person gets bored, <laughs> once she has the plate, I'll just start throwing ideas and make her figure everything else out. Because you, know you know how I do. I'm an idea man. Yeah. After that, it's out of my hands. <laughs> That's why I leave it to... Xbox and everybody to use the web browser to make their stuff work. Yeah. I just yeah. yell ideas into the ether. Yeah. That's why I make the big bucks. I What? <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. You guys are getting paid? <laughs> A group of industry veterans from the likes of Bioware and Ubisoft founded independent studio Yellow Brick Games. 
Uh, based in Quebec City, Canada, the founding team includes Mike Laidlaw, former creative director of Dragon Age of the Dragon Age franchise at Bioware. Uh, his most recent experience was at created as creative director at Ubisoft. He is joined by Thomas Garreau, Jeff Skel- Skalski, uh, Frederic Saint Saint Laurie B. Jesus, these French names, who collectively have experiences at Ubisoft, Bioware, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard. The new studio promised to, quote, further cement the region's leading role in the global entertainment scene, end quote, with its first original project, which hasn't been revealed, but already has a team of 15 employees. Yellow Brick Games said it wants to prioritize a craftsmanship approach with its projects, moving away from the type of AAA structure they all have experience with. So which one of them needs the heart? Which one of them needs the brain? Which one needs to go back to Kansas? Which one and is the man behind the curtain? Who's the witch? And the fourth thing that they were looking for on the road. Was there four? No, it was three. Right? Only I had a brain. Tin Man, the Lion, Dorothy. Was there a fourth person? Scarecrow. What did he need? A brain. Lion needed the heart. What Tin Man need? Oil? Wait a second. <laughs> Fuck. Didn't Tin Man need the heart? And what the lion need then? Courage. Yeah. Cowardly lion. But I thought it was another. I thought there was a part to that. Or was it just that he needed courage? I think he just needed courage. Yeah. All right. Well, that's more lame the more I think about it. Lion needs emotion. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I once was a young man. Whatever. That's that's Pumbaa, actually. That's how I once was a one young young. What? Yeah, once was a young warthog coming out oh. of Lion King. I mean, that's that's the only thing it could be referencing, right? Yellow Brick Games. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of. I, the other option would be the Lego games. So a couple things. You I really up, you pick up Lego yellow bricks at Lego games. That's true. <laughs> I really appreciate all the studios we're getting from like X Good. Previously good studios. Yeah. Like uh, Bioware, Blizzard, EA. Yeah. Ubisoft. Everybody kind of breaking away now <laughs> and being like, all right, well, we're sick of this. Let's mm-hmm. try to do something different. I'm specifically interested because it's got Mike Laidlaw in it. Right. Um, do not like that last statement they said, necessarily. I like the idea of it, but that could go. There's implications that yeah. go with that. Yeah. It's. I. It's. I as well enjoy these studios we're getting and, and who's running them, the Mike Morhaimes and mm-hmm. even whatever Chris Batson's doing with uh, board game style and all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued, but but we got to go low level expectations. It's going to be years before you see anything. And even then, they might only be able to potentially make one game. Mm-hmm. If they can make one game. Yeah. And not get swallowed up by somebody else in the meantime. I mean, they just have 15 employees. So like, cool. We're going to go be Respawn Entertainment. We're going to make Titanfall and we're with EA. Okay. People are going to leave Infinity Ward, known for great Call of Duty. We make Respawn. Perfect. There's Titanfall. It was only on the Xbox and we were bought by EA. Whoop. Right, right into a circle of loops. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe not the best example because in Respawn's defense, they're the only ones making anything good at EA right now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yes, but I mean I'm just saying in terms of the like we broke off mm. and we're right back in. I say they have one year. One good more one one more good game cycle of being able to skirt EA's directives. I think Apex has allowed them to skirt the entire directive. I think Apex makes them enough money to make them make EA just like all right, fine. Yeah, but EA, it's EA. They're dumb. True, true. They will make some boneheaded play at some point. Yeah, they got one more good cycle. They'll have one game that slightly underperforms. Star Wars. Yeah, because they'll set. Re- uh, ridiculous expectations then ea will be like no you got to start doing what we say but the problem you got to start using the frostbite engine (laughs) you guys aren't allowed to use the other stuff anymore uh part of it is source engine what's that get it out of here yeah never heard of it (laughs) uh part of it is also that they scrapped titanfall 3 on them already so there are you know there's that yeah they're working with what they got and who made squadrons was that that respawn? was respawn, yeah. There's your underperforming title, right there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a pretty big yeah squashed title. Yeah, which I knew was going to be the case when it came out anyway. Yeah, too niche. Nobody wants just a flying game in terms of a broad market. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to same reason, nobody wants just a sailing game in terms of a broad market. If it's going to be a Ubisoft. flying game and it's going to be mainstream, it's got to be arcadey. Yeah. Like, 
And I think it was arcadey enough. I also just suck at flying games, so I'm not a great authority to actually speak on it, but it's not it's not the Sea of Thieves equivalent. Mm-hmm. Where Sea of Thieves, yes, is it what Nate doesn't like? But here's the catch. It's entirely that, so I'm okay with that. It's not stopping me. I'm not expect I'm not going into Sea of Thieves expecting sweet combat and story. I'm expecting arcade sailing with my friends and one of us one of us is getting thrown in the brig by the other ones. Walk the plank. Yeah, it's just going to be a whole thing. Walk the plank, fight a kraken, shoot some death ships. It's going to be a whole fun time. Going to Assassin's Creed and having to sail is a problem. Going into Star Wars Squadrons where that's the only thing I'm doing is flying, but I'm flying in a very serious way. Uh now I now I'm not now I'm not like a fan of it. But if you had, if we had the Old Republic being the MMO that it is, but you gave me a flying, like true flying things in it, where not obviously, it wouldn't be the graphical fidelity that is squadrons. But you're just like, oh, cool. I'm instead of using the ships as loading screens, I'm going to fly out of port and be out in space and go find. Like, I'm going to jump to another system and find you and we go hang out in space. Mm-hmm. Sim- a la No Man's Sky-esque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. That's pretty fucking cool. Can you imagine if No Man's Sky was like Star Wars branded? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if No Man's Sky had a story? Can you imagine if they remade Star Wars Galaxies? That'd be... That's the dream. That has all that. That's the dream. I would actually be playing two MMOs then, probably. That's the dream. I'd have Galaxies open on one screen waiting for you to log on, and then never doing it. And I'd be playing WoW on the other one. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I would just keep my friends list open on galaxies like at any point <laughs> any point he'll be here number 10 Niantic has announced that it will restore a number of bonuses to Pokemon Go that had previously been added to encourage safe play during the pandemic following the increase uh, following the increase in case numbers across the US and reinstitution of local lockdowns in a number of areas Niantic has reinstituted the bonuses it revoked last month which will remain until at least June 2021 Good move. Yeah. I'm um, sick of not having double hash time. Come on, man. A little self-criticism there on, on my part there. That normally you'd pick up on this. And the I'm part sure. where you screwed up the writing of it and well, I just read it anyway. It repeats the same thing. Yeah. That was like an, uh, an aborted fetus moment for me where I'm like, ah, do I want to write out all the bonuses? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bell. Bell. <laughs> Um, it, it was it was a double speak, but it was also uh, it tripped up where it said that it announced that it would restore a number of bonuses to Pokemon Go that had previously been added. Blah blah blah. Like that sentence is a double entendre, not double entendre, but it's it's saying yeah. it doesn't make sense. And I read it and I was like, I I know what he means, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that are that had previously been added. Yeah, they were already added. Why are they adding them back? It's mm-hmm. like yeah, we benched the we we missed the part where we said remove until the next sentence. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, enough critiquing your writing. 
Studio MDHR has announced via Twitter that they are delaying the Delicious Last Course expansion for Cuphead for pandemic pandemic reasons, of course. Um, okay. I think later on, uh, which I just saw before this, uh, 2021 got pushed to next year. That'll work. Nothing to worry about there. Game's already out. Just, just DLC, people. Number 12, interesting Cyberpunk 2077 talk from the week. CD Projekt Red is expecting at least 50% of the early sales of Cyberpunk 2077 to be digital, with the game's pre-orders visibly higher than with any Witcher release. Happens when you tease something for 20 years. Cyberpunk 2077 QA lead revealed there's a toggle for nudity and showed he spent 175 hours in the game without finishing it. He started the playthrough on PC and then moved it to Xbox One using developer tools. They did confirm cross-saves for console families, though. Which yeah. is to say PS4 to PS5 and Xbox One to Xbox Series, whatever. Bingo. Bango. Bongo. Bongo. I don't want to leave the Congo. No, 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 no. <laughs> Man, Fallout Radio. There are moments where I just all of a sudden find myself there. Yeah. Cool cool for the cross saves. Obviously, it doesn't affect me. I'll be playing on PC. I've already bought the game. Just waiting to download it. So, Where'd you get it through? Uh, I I got it right through GOG. GOG. 100% of the proceeds to them. So, figured why not when I can. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to mention about Cyberpunk. Can't remember what it was, though. So That you're going to never toggle nudity off? Because I'm not. Yeah. No. Nudity on. Um, Which is a weird way to say the word nudity. Yeah. Nudity, nudity on. on. <laughs> yeah. Nudity off. No, nudity on. <laughs> um, Oxymoron? Yeah, I'm getting nervous as we get close to launch because I now, There's... because I like, you, I'm going to have to make choices on how, like, you know, you're, you make choices of how you, where you start from, how you play. Three different factions. Yeah, like, uh... Listen, Matt, I've been making decisions all week. They're called covenants. Factions to me. Yeah, see, this is unfair. You're going to have experience in this decision. I'm going to make commitments. <laughs> and then I'm going to sort of replay the game a different way. <laughs> and then what happens, you know, like, what if we choose the same start? How then terrible. It, I feel like... We're missing two-thirds of it. Yeah, we're missing two-thirds of it, so... I'm not know. telling you what I pick. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked at anything to even know what I would begin to potentially I haven't pick, either. So. I just know... I know, yeah. Know, I know what they are, like, what their titles are. Yeah, corporate... Mm-hmm. Rogue, uh, something. Yeah, yeah, corporate man, gangster man, hacker man, something like that. <laughs> hacker man, <laughs> ye old hacker man. But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, the other deal I was gonna shout out because I already said I got one out, so I'm gonna get the other deal out. Humble bundle choice. Is currently one hundred dollars for an entire year, which is twelve months of games, which is a lot of games, probably like two thousand dollars worth of games. It is a good deal. It's a very good deal. So if you're needing games delivered to you each month, humble choice is a hundred bucks for the year. That's that's it. That's all I got. There's a lot of other deals around. I don't really need to go through a bunch of other deals, but. That's the big one. Deals 
for days. So if that's it, then we will move on to my favorite part of this, where it's been seven days since we've done this. What have you been up to? Um, let's see here. Uh, I got a new bed frame. Ooh, that was exciting. Um, very nice actually. Very yeah. solid. Yeah, I think it was a good purchase. Firm. Yeah, yeah, like our old one, our old one was uh, a bed set that we bought a couple of years ago, four years ago probably, maybe five, four years ago, I think, because we got a year before we got the house. Okay. Um, was not sturdy. Okay. You you get in and out of bed and it's creaky, a little shaky. Little... Footboard was warped. Mm. It was just it was just you know not a good experience. A little high, way high. Way high. Way high. Yeah. Milo is, is getting older and he was having trouble jumping into the bed. So Samantha's like, I like this bed frame. And she's like, and it's shorter because, you know, she's got to have the, like, I'm not going to be one to just be like, oh, let's buy a new bed frame. Yeah. And she had to throw in it's shorter for Milo. Yeah. Because then I'm Im- immediately on board, you know, yeah, that's uh, my weakness. Yeah. Like, so. What? He needs what? He needs an Xbox? Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's surprisingly good. Went together. Uh, it was it was like the it was very IKEA ish. Ooh, but super solid. Uh, anyways, relevant video we got things. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla really has been the majority of my time. A lot of time. It's got uh, it's got a lot of Black Flag vibes for me. Not in the way that you're gonna jump to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> boats not not a I, lot of boat I, stuff I t- actually I, I took a big inhale moment right there <laughs> just like I just don't the, make me do it the free running issues like ah, it's just old, janky my favorite meme yeah <laughs> yeah like it just it doesn't follow its own fucking rules like it's just annoying like the whole idea is you're free running you hold a so that it knows that you want to climb things and right. stuff like that but then it'll just climb shit when you're not holding a and then, like, B is supposed to be the I want to go down thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, like, the A, B, A up, B down. No. No. Just no. Sometimes B up, sometimes A down. I yeah, don't know. exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. So that's what I'm I'm fighting with on that. Uh, I did play maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half of Zombies on Call of Duty, but on PS5. So I was at Jason's house. Oh, okay. Uh, so you played Zombies with him. But I got, I well, I played call. solo by myself. Oh, I got carried to level up to wave 23. Oh. Uh, I died 17 times. Jeez. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, first off, Call of Duty, me. Controller controller haven't used the controller in that way yeah in a very long time i haven't played a shooter controller since i attempted to play modern warfare remastered like an idiot not familiar with like what you should be doing the whole time right right so it was it was pretty messy the meta inside zombies exactly the people who i was playing with also i was on a pc server oh okay um the people i was playing with were i have like I wish I had sent them a message and been like, sorry, <laughs> props, because they were like, they were reviving me every single time they could. 
And I was like, oh my God, would just let me fucking die. I'm like, <laughs> you're, I'm like, you're literally, I'm holding you back right now. So that was fun. Um, watch Mighty Ducks 1 and 2. Ducks fly together. Yeah, they do. They do fly together. Um, what else we got here? Mandalorian. Fantastic. Did you watch this week? I did. I watched it today. I have not watched yet. Um, Last week's was whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, more backstory. It was fun. I was having uh, some enjoyment uh, of watching a bunch of people that after three were doing the the meme of like <laughs> me having watched all Rebels and Clones and know what's going on and then immediately in episode four to go, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Which those, that's going to come back again in this episode. Yeah, so. I watched a bunch of those people get just like pissy, like what? Mm. What's going on in this? They're like what? This episode sucks. And I was just like, oh, you're just mad because you thought you knew what was happening. Yeah, and they immediately went, what if you don't? Uh, then my normal anime, and that's that's about it. That's life right now. Fair enough. Mm. I understand. I think I'm going to try to get some Hades in before Ooh. the Game Awards. You got you got two weeks. Yeah, I think that will be enough time. Like if I play. You know, five to ten hours. I feel I mean, like we I will play feel. Some zombies at some point. We should. I still haven't even. I it's installed. Still haven't even opened it on my PC. Yeah, so. just just because now that I am sixty, mm-hmm. got more time, more free I, time. I I can justify stopping. Got a small window. I got a yeah yeah small window. <laughs> like we got two hours of zombies, and that's it. I got to play football manager. I got I got to keep yeah. going. Eventually, I have to do work. At some point, I'm supposed to go to work, but you know, <laughs> December. Works, works in December. Yeah, I'll just open up a remote session of my PC at home and start playing well. <laughs> <laughs> Hotspot my phone, remote play to my open up Rainway and start playing well on my phone. Uh, I could. It would probably work really well. It also probably uh, cause problems. There's been some stuff with. I don't know. There was something with WoW before about like people playing it on a, the Nvidia Shield, where they ended up like having weird account bans because they were just playing on their Shield because it was like forwarding things. Whatever. So, yeah. So I just I don't risk it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So we've been doing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Played a bit of Hades. Mm-hmm. A couple hours. I enjoy it. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was using it as my. I need a break. No, not as not as my break as my. We gotta get to launch. So I was playing it over the weekend when I was just like, I don't really want to start anything else that's, you know, too, I don't have any, I don't have, I didn't really have anything that was too in depth that I was like waiting to start. Uh, and football manager wasn't out yet. So I was like, I'm just pushing towards launch. And if I wasn't playing call of duty with Todd, then I finished the call of duty campaign. So I, how was that? It's pretty good. It's interesting. Uh, I thought I knew the finish. Turns out I was close not exact. I was off on the plot twist by like half a degree. Um, but it was fun. It was enjoyable. And the, but when we, when him and I were always playing multiplayer, I'm not a huge play multiplayer by myself person. Yeah. So if he wasn't on, I was playing Hades to just burn some time and hit some runs, watch some football, you know, all this stuff. And that's really been it. Mandalorian. Got to watch the latest episode. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. It's gonna be uh, been a lot of wow. Yeah, wow. Um, these ne- next couple weeks for you are gonna be 
interesting. Yeah, it'll be wow if Empire of Sin actually comes out next week. I'll probably be getting it. Not that I might be playing it, but I'm gonna have it on. I'm gonna think I'm gonna put it on the Switch just to have it for just in case for when I when I travel when I go south and everything. I'll probably play that, and then I'll just I'll just have that as my. I know I gotta find something to do with those. Well, I just like to play with things, so it makes. Well, sense. the funny part is like I, you know, they're scarves. I should wear them, but like those two scarves, I don't know. I can justify wearing somewhere without looking like a douche. I feel you. One is this a, one you could probably get away with. Not no, that one I definitely gonna get away with. That's a 2018 EMLS esports cup. <laughs> yeah, but people would just think it's like a sports thing. Ah, uh, true. Maybe yeah. The Overwatch one is a little bit. Yeah, more finicky. At, at least it's. I'm okay because Overwatch 2 hasn't happened yet. So it's we've had enough gap where people wouldn't 100% pick up on it. But like when Overwatch 2 comes out again, or it comes out the first time, I guess when Overwatch 2 finally releases, then wearing that's going to be yeah, red flagged. Um also, what the hell do I care what people think? True. Uh yeah, so that's just it's been and then Cyberpunk. And then Right, like two weeks of whatever I want until, you know, Christmas week. My next break of play a bunch of things. But yeah, it'll be a fun time. Uh, did want to go with this conversation. Don't remember what the first thing was I, I said in the beginning of this podcast. I know food is on the list. Yeah, you said something about food. Something else. I don't think I thought it was just food. Was it just food? I remember the food thing. Yeah, let's go with the food thing then. Somebody will tell me what I messed up. Whatever. I'm not going to go back and listen to it. Yeah, the food thing. So, you know, Thanksgiving. And we'll probably have this conversation around Christmas again. So, same conversation we have, I think, around Easter usually too. There are moments of the year where people gather with meals. Sometimes, at least for me, I associate certain food items with a holiday. Yeah. Because growing up, I knew if I was going to get this, like, we're going to Thanksgiving, this will be there. So then any other time I had that, I was like, wait, it's not Thanksgiving though. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Yep. <laughs> other things could just be thrown right out the window and I would never give a shit. I could just take them and throw them outside and be like, whatever eats them, good for them. I don't want none of that. I want no part of that. So there are th- certain things that I'm just like, nah, I don't ever care. Squash. Just straight up not a huge squash person in terms of not a huge, like never, preferably. I like squash. Butternut squash. Yeah, that's what I figured. If there was going to be a squash, it would be butternut. But I just don't give a shit. That You're wasting space on my table. That's fair. I'll take an extra dish of mashed potatoes, please. <laughs> All right, so is that what? What are the dishes you dislike and could throw away? Squash, squash, squash is up there. Uh, I'm trying to think because sometimes I don't. I don't know what else would be considered like a staple of a Thanksgiving. Mine's you, the. Uh, it's like squash, turkey. Uh, squash isn't necessarily a staple, but it's it's there for some people. Mashed potatoes is always there. Uh, and mashed potatoes, I'm fine with. I don't like. I don't like a. I don't like a lumpy mashed potato though. You like it creamy? A little bit. A kind of kind of a, a nice balance between the two. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on rustic mashed potatoes? Are we talking like is that uh, 
So traditionally smaller potatoes right. with the skin left on. And they get mashed with the skins on. I mean, I'm okay with that. Okay. That usually brings me almost more to thinking semi-potato salad. Usually when I, I think mm-hmm. of that, I think more like well, potato salad. But I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that, yeah. Sometimes it depends, though. Some people do some flavoring things that are just unnecessary. Like, yeah, I made mashed potatoes and I put a shit ton of pepper and salt in them. I'm like, why? See, I'm a big pepper advocate. I Let me put it on the side. You don't need to put it in the in the start. You know what I mean? If I want to add some, I can add some. I guess. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> look, you can put enough in to get a, a seasoning while it's cooking. But you should never have enough where I wouldn't want to add more. Okay. Because I can never t- because the problem is I can never take it away. Because if you put too much in, now it's just pepper. Mm-hmm. And I can't take that pepper out that you put in to <clears throat> take the edge off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Certain stuffing, I'm out. I yams. Prefer, I, yams out. It's, With the marshmallows on them? Yeah, don't care. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Similar to a squash. Um, or whatever the other word for yam is. Surprisingly, I could, I'm not, I'm not super adverse to cranberry sauce. Kind of actually like it. I'm not a huge fan. I like to use it almost as like, not a palate cleanser, but like, I usually grab a little bit of it Mm. and it kind of just like makes everything else better. If I'm going to do cranberries, they're going to be in a juice and it's going to be vodka. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, what else? Not a huge cranberry sauce person. Uh, stuffing for me, I don't care if it's stuffing. I prefer it as a dressing. I don't know if you know the... What's the difference? Stuffing is, it was in the bird. Oh. Dressing, you have it on the side. It's the, like, so, differencing between the, between the two words, but it's literally the same fucking thing. It's just yeah. where you put it. You ever had, so, like, I'm down with, I love, I just call it stuffing, yes, but I get what same. you're saying. Yeah. So, like... I, I, take, love, I take my stuffing outside my bird. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love boxed stuffing. Yep, don't Love care. homemade stuffing. I'll take both. Yeah. But, but, I want, I want your basic ass stuffing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want, I want Let's traditional just, American stuffing. I don't need anything fancy. Let's throw in, what is this? Like, there's a little bit, there's little pieces of onion, you know, breadcrumbs, seasonings. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going with. Keep the nuts out of it? Yeah. No. Fucking nuts? Yeah, people Are I, you nuts? Right? Exactly. <laughs> you have a mental problem. Keep those away. Yeah. Uh, some people do a rice stuffing. Not a huge fan. Nah. Some people put berries in their stuffing. Cranberries. And I'm just like, mm, no. I just want... I want this wad of seasoned bread. <laughs> and I'm going to put it in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. My mom uh, made this bomb-ass homemade stuffing all the time. But it's gotten to the point now. It's a fu- It's so amazing. But the sheer amount of work that is required to make it. Not worth it. I feel guilty. I'm like, nah, no, just don't even do it. Like, <laughs> is it amazing and I will eat all of it? Yes, but I feel guilty because the it's just so time consuming. Right. Uh, I think, and I'm, I'm going to test this next year. I think I'm officially would err on the side of a turkey breast than a whole turkey. Interesting. Okay. I think a whole turkey isn't worth it. It, it it's a combination. It's more of, symbolic than anything else, right? And it's a combination of it's just me, mm-hmm. and I think that was evidence with our nineteen pound turkey tonight. Yeah, we did. I mean, we literally was we were just eating turkey. Yeah, and 
We ate a lot. We ate too much turkey, and we there's still half, a, we, a fuck ton of turkey. We left. ate air quotes half the turkey. Mm-hmm. You can never get all the meat off of a turkey, which is the other problem. I don't have the patience for that. I'm insane. Yeah. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to get off what I can easily get off. And the moment I have to do a little bit more work, I'm eating that thing into the yard to whatever bear comes around. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I might pivot to a turkey breast. Give my shot. Give myself a shot at like a turkey breast and be like, all right, cool. I just have enough for me for the week. Here we are. Cool. Done. Stuffing. Same thing. Box. All day. Because um, I don't feel the need to. They, stovetop does it fine. I don't need to. I don't, need, I don't need to do anything different. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on green bean casserole? Ow. Ow. I'm a big green bean casserole advocate. I'll take One green, of my favorite things. I'll take green beans, but we can stop there. You don't need to do anything else to them. Same thing. I like I like myself a good... Uh, green bean casserole so good, though. As people will say, a good uh, charcuterie platter. You know, the old cheese and yada yada. <laughs> but I'll take a good charcuterie platter. I just like that word, charcuterie. But I also take a nice veggie platter. Raw veg. Mm-hmm. When I say raw veg... You could basically make the whole thing broccoli and tomato, like grape tomatoes, and give me a little bit of dip. And I will sit there with celery, broccoli, and grape tomatoes and just keep the tray in front of me. Yeah. It looks weird because I ate all of that and nobody else got any. But, you know, that's – but Do green you, beans, I will just eat on the – you know, as a as a cooked veg. Cool. There they are. All right. Have you ever done – does your family maybe or whoever do um, anything – Outside the American norm, like ethnic foods. So like Samantha's family, for example, uh, grape leaves. Okay. And um, what was the other one? That stuffing? No. Because there was that one thing you brought up that one time. It was kind of like a stuffing. I thought. Or something. I don't know. The only thing or no, I- it, was a, it was a pasta and something dish. Yeah, maybe. Well, the only thing we did weird this year was grape leaves. I think. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there's anything like that. Uh, scallop potatoes. I love scallop potatoes. I'm. I've. I've turned a corner. I think I, when I was a kid, I was a. I was a no. Oops. I was just like. I was like because well, there were those and there were mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna take those. I'm gonna take mashed yeah. potatoes. I think but now. I think scallop potatoes are criminally underrated. underrated. Yes. I think I would definitely take both. Yeah. They're both allowed to be there. I I will reserve space. Yeah, um, but with the caveat that you were saying earlier, if you have both, the mashed potatoes should be a little bit on the non lumpy side. They should definitely be on the non lumpy side. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have it's a texture thing. I, I don't want to have the mashed potatoes that you pull out of the fridge the day after, mm-hmm. like the on the first day. You know what I mean? You know, I, mean, I don't know if you've noticed that you get a mashed potato texture mm-hmm. after you've chilled them and like try to reheat them. Yeah. They're never the same. No. Uh, also. I think a weird one, and I'm pretty sure it's Thanksgiving. I'll get a text message if I'm wrong. But oysters. I think oysters? Was, I think it was a baked oyster dish of sorts. That's interesting. And it was mostly my mother and my uncle. Baked oysters? I believe it was baked, yeah. Huh. And I'm pretty sure it was oysters. I'm going to get a text message if I'm wrong, but it was it was mostly my mother and my uncle that were all about that. And I think I made the mistake of just never trying it, probably, or never really giving it a good fair shake. Because I like seafood, I probably enjoyed that, but I don't think I ever tried it that I remember. And or if I did, I was just kind of like, eh, it's whatever. It's not I'm not out on it, but I'm not like, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a staple on my table. Yeah, my table is actually very bland. <laughs> yeah, when you consider 
It's a fucking cliche, like... When you consider the buffets that people have. Thanksgiving staples. What rolls are we getting? Because this can be a whole thing, too. That's a loaded question. I mean... Do you do rolls? Do you just do bread slices? So, on, at my house, we always did dinner rolls. Like the... Like Hawaiian. Like, like yeah, like, yep, like a dinner roll, and you'd put a little slice of butter on the top of each one when you, when you bake them. Oh, interesting. Okay, so roll dinner roll. I mean, I'm the person I'll just take a whole rack of sweet Hawaiian, open the bag, and start eating them yeah. with my hands. I mean, also but. delicious. But I'm like, what? You oh, you had butter? I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you put it. You that was that's what made them so dope. Was you put the little bit of butter on them. Before going in the oven, yeah, so I, don't, like, I don't, I don't even think I've baked them. I just, I use it like a tearaway bread. And I just open it in the store and just keep oh, shopping. I just keep shopping while yeah. I'm eating an empty yeah. bag of yeah. sweet Ryan rolls. Um, I don't know. Is there anything desserts? I don't know if there's anything else. It's another like some people do mac and cheese. Some people do ham. Yeah, my mom usually does mac and cheese, uh, which it's not like it's. I think we've had it before. It's probably. I'm never against mac and cheese. It's uh, oven baked mac and cheese. Yeah, and I'm never against mac and cheese. I don't care if you made crack and put it on the table. I'll eat mac and cheese. Um, I mean, for me, and usually what my my mom would make is pumpkin pie. Yep. And then I would always push for some sort of chocolate pie. Ooh, okay. But usually it was always pumpkin pie, and then something else like chocolate pie, apple pie, some yeah. other. So cliche. I, I was usually pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. There might be some sort of cheesecake. There might have been some sort of a, of a chocolate cake, like an actual cake mm-hmm. instead of a pie. And then there were a thing called whoop-de-doo bars. Now, whoop-de-doo bars hey, could make me a very large man. Yeah. yeah. They are delicious. When, so I'm going to run you through them. Okay. Your base layer in the bottom of like a large, I don't even know what you call these pans. It's like I have a glass one downstairs, like a casserole pan, I guess, kind of. Like a meatloaf pan? Or is it like a. No, no, no. Is it thinner? Is it like a big Pyrex? Like a 9 by 13 Okay, yeah. Like, Pyrex yeah. glass. So the, yeah, the casserole pan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bottom of that gets a, I want to say it's shortbread, shortbread base. Okay. Crumbled up shortbread, lay it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this recipe because I don't remember how it's made. I just I'm trying to remember what's in it. Then there's s- strawberry jello, a layer of strawberry jello, I believe, with strawberries in it is laid down. Then it's bananas and banana pudding on top of that, and then whipped cream on top of that. It sounds good. Oh, it's delicious. I. I have an unhealthy relationship with it to the point where I would eat the entire thing if I was allowed or I allowed myself. Uh, but you would find me having diabetes and passed out on the couch. <laughs> yeah, so that that was whew, oh, so good. Uh, my dessert Ooh. that was like special was, um, I think what I've talked about before, but it's ice, the icebox cake. Ah, yes. Yeah. Always a big fan of the icebox cake. I believe I've talked about this before, but I I, and I, I I, threw it into the dessert conversation part of this, but it's on the table during dinner. It's not a dessert. The other des- the desserts are the pies and the cakes and stuff like that. What I haven't had in a while during those pie discussions, I haven't had a solid apple pie or like a peach pie. 
But when they would get made, oh, oh you watch out. I'm eat the apple pie. I didn't bring you apple pie this year, did I? No. Did you Papa have an apple pie? Samantha made. You could have just pie. not told me. I know I could have. Now I'm gonna go yell at Sam. She actually. I mean, <laughs> this makes me this makes me sound like a bad person because I was actually gonna be. I was gonna say she actually makes really good pie, but that kind of I, insinuates that yeah, I, she's I not good mean. at making things. It seems so. like a backhanded. Yeah. Thing. No, but I th- we had it uh, before. Yeah, it was good. Um, the the dish though is called surprise salad. Now it's not it's a. a that doesn't sound good. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't sound good, but I think it's just what we were told as kids. It's probably, it's 100% probably not the correct name. If I was to go find this somewhere, mm-hmm. they probably have an actual name of it. Their way of getting you to eat it? Yeah. But I, don't, I don't know if it was just like a fun name or something, because it's more of a dessert than it is a, mm. like an actual dish. So, here we go. <clears throat> Buckle up. <laughs> you need to get... Uh, Oh my god! I want to say it's number thirty-seven pasta, if I'm remembering the recipe correctly. But it's that very, very small, like almost risotto pasta, like the very, very tiny beads. You know the pasta I'm talking about? I guess, yeah. It's a uh, they're. I mean, they're tiny, like very, very tiny pasta, like couscous, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Kind of like that. You get a box of that. You get mini marshmallows. You get pineapple tidbits. You get orange, you know, canned canned tiny mandarin oranges. You get a lot of whipped cream. Oh, I know what this is. Or a lot yeah. of Cool Whip, I think. Yeah, I know what this is. Yeah. Put it all together in a big old ball. Start stirring. Mm-hmm. Delicious time. Yeah. Obviously, you cook the pasta. You know, the pasta is the weird thing on that for me. It is, but it's... It's uh, it's more of a texture thing, mm-hmm. and I think it's there just to kind of like break everything else up because otherwise I think you'd have probably more of a soup, really. Mm. But oh yeah, I'll <clears throat> demolish it. It's so good. Interesting. Yeah, that is. I believe our I've given that recipe to our social media person who made it one year and brought it into work, and it was gone. <laughs> I think that sounds about right. <laughs> Um, and the recipe I have makes a ton. <laughs> it is it is meant to make like a a bowl like this. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the other one I have, it, I don't have any Thanksgiving. But it's called Green Fun. It's weird names. Add it, add it to the kid list of we're gonna have you know fun names for things. Uh, that one's similar, but it's I don't think there's coconut. In it. It's pineapple, lime jello maybe. Uh. Melted marshmallows. Something else is in that one. And it's more solid than the other one. But mm-hmm. it's also... I would... I don't need the other things. I'm just going to eat the treats the entire time. It's I'm just... All right. Big, how, much, how big of a spoon do you guys have? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and just be flopping things onto my plate. Yeah, I don't have a... I don't know. There's not many things that I've had uh, at a Thanksgiving-wise... Where I've been like, get you know, they just see their way out. There's a few things I can think of right right off the bat, but I was trying to think of like back to the Snapchats I saw of other people's areas and like what they were doing, and I was like, I didn't see anything that was like, eh. But I, I love a good gravy. Mm-hmm. Good gravy's always up there. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, it's what is this? I would. I'm never going to complain about crescent rolls. 
or you know any soft baked item oh yeah over time yeah but that's about it that i can think of i'm just curious curious indeed i know everybody does everything differently sometimes like grape leaves never had them so i don't even know if i could kick them off my table or not but they're uh pretty straightforward Mm -hmm. rice um the it's a the filling is rice and usually some sort of ground meat. So, like, I think traditionally are they it's like, lamb. Are they, like, rolled up? Yeah. Okay, so it's like a... It's a it, it takes it a grape of, leaf and it, you roll it up. It's almost like the shape. It's like a... You roll it up it's the, like long, a, the long... Like yeah, it's vertical? almost like the... It's almost like a skinny skinny uh, cigar. Oh, okay. Just don't smoke it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why are Matt and Nate smoking the grape leaves this year? Oh, don't ask me. They're weird. It's like a... Rice and some sort of ground meat. Usually it's, I think traditionally it's lamb, but it could be whatever. I would bet lamb, yeah. And uh, citrusy usually with like allspice and that type of thing. Garlic. Is is the citrusy coming out of the grape leaf? I don't don't experiment with grape leaves. It's got a lot of lemon in it. Okay. I just don't know why. I mean, grape leaves, sure, you know, location-wise and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, traditionally and stuff. I'm just wondering if you could just do it without grape leaves or if it's just a... Mm, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, you'd have to have or something. Or if there was a reason it's grape leaves, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I should know, but I don't. I mean, I don't know if you should know, but it's... So... Listen, I show up places and eat things. I don't ask why. <laughs> uh, my my family is actually uh, Turkish and, and, and Armenian. So, like, also in that same area. How weird how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's adopted, so it kind of makes it really confusing. <laughs> You're going to be Charlie Day with the red red string going up on a map pretty soon. Yep. I'm just trying to figure everything out. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't have anything really that's... And I don't think I have anything that stands out as like a weird... Some of those stuffings, because there have been times where there have been three stuffings being passed around a table. Yeah, the rice one. One I think I think it had nuts in it. Mm-hmm. It definitely had like dried fruit in it. I think like cranberries or something. But I think it also had nuts in it. And then my you know my basic ass yeah delicious stuffing yeah. that you never need to do anything to stop trying to make things worse. <laughs> but yeah, it's always I'm always just curious to see what people for sure people do yams as I know up on a lot of people's list. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Not, not a huge sweet potato person. No. But I know some people do that. You will for a dollar. I will for a dollar. Made $25 off that. <laughs> Swindler. <laughs> <laughs> you say a dollar a fry, I say, oh, I'll take that sacrifice. I like the money. But yeah, that's, I don't know. Sounds like it to me. That's all I got. There, There is part of me that, you know, in a, in a pandemic year of not going and and going to my normal location for for goods, mm-hmm. goods and services, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was totally fine just doing my own my own Thanksgiving in air quotes <laughs> of just like I'm going to make some bullshit appetizers and sit around and play WoW all day. Yeah, watch the football on my other screen. It'll be a great lazy day. Yep. Then I've got people like, and I love them for it, but like. Do you want any food? We made a ton, and I'm like, I, sure, but like I feel I feel weird taking it. I know, <laughs> I know we talked about this downstairs, but it's like 
it's not I'm not like the hermit that couldn't get out of his house like I just didn't want to go it's like yes I know I, you're trying to do it just to be nice and be like you know a, a good friend and yada yada like hey if we have food if you want it but every time somebody's like hey do you want something and I, there's so many times where I'm just like I've been, I've been trained to say no like oh would you like this free thing nah nah I'm good go over to somebody's house oh hey can we get you a drink or anything and I'm just like nah I'm good I'll wait like three hours in before I'm like, eh, you know, can I get like a, is there a cup I can put like the water in or something? But my initial re- reaction is always no. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. time. Oh, you need anything? No, no, I'm fine. Just, I'm existing. It's what we do. <laughs> so it's, you know, there. And then, yeah, <laughs> it was a mix of, so I did all, you know, everything that I was going to do for myself. Made two botched pies. Which the filling was fine, but I mean two crust botched pies. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say they're botched. They're still they're still, more than edible. Yeah, they're more than edible. It's just that the crust was a giant disappointment in both situations. Mm. Um, and so I did that, and then I I made myself uh, some good old mini hot dogs and crescent rolls because I was just lazy, and those are the perfect finger foods while I'm playing WoW. And I made myself a box of stovetop cornbread stuffing. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. So I did those things. And I went, cool. That's all. Then I got delivered a stack of food. And then you got a fucking 19-pound turkey. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we'll cook that. <laughs> <laughs> Which the 19-pound turkey thing I like knew was coming. So I was like, I, I, I really don't need food. I know there's a giant turkey on its way. But at the same time, I'm like, I enjoy food, so... Yeah, it's good. It's the good to have people care about you part of it, but it's like also don't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. fun, fun things. I know some people or a couple people I was talking to her. Oh my god, I'm not going. You know, I'm I'm stuck at home or whatever. I was like, I. Sorry, that's a problem for you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It was nice. I was talking to my brother today about it, actually, because he was like, he's like, I actually liked it because it's not he's like, I was like, yeah, it's like it's like it's genuinely like a day off now instead of yeah rushing around and like going places. Yeah. And- Otherwise, it's actually you have to put in another day of work, run mm-hmm. around, go places. If you're in a yeah. relationship of sorts, you're probably having two to three Thanksgivings. Like, oh, we got to go be with our friends. We have to go to you, your house. We have to go to your parents' house. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole thing. And it's like... Did some, like, Samantha's side of the family, they have traditions where, you know, they have their dinner, but then, like, someone else has a family get-together. And also, they go to someone else's house for dessert. Yeah. So, it's like, just like... It's, it's and that's just of, her side. Yeah, it's a day of traveling. Like, my my family, the whole thing was, for, for everything I remember anyway travel to cousin slash grandma's house ate at grandma's house or cousin's house whoever was doing it that year they're literally next to each other and then cool we had food maybe we'll play some games football's on we just hang out i'm gonna go to sleep or i had to go to work at target was that that was the that was it there was no let's go run around and drive to 16 people's houses for all this it's like no, no, not dealing with that. I hope I never have to in a, in a way. Because I will, my, I will have to have a bottle of alcohol with me. 
because my patience will be going down the more houses we go to. You know, we see an inverse graph directly proportional to the amount of houses we went to versus the amount of patience I have left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's Black Friday time. If you're listening to this on Saturday, remember, most Black Friday ads run through Saturday as well. Sunday's the reset, so if you don't buy it by then, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But then you get Cyber Monday, so. Cyber Monday. If you're all that ridiculous, you shouldn't be. But this year, buy online. You don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. Also, every year, you don't need to go anywhere. Buy online. Yeah. Just keep an eye out. Usually, if you shop around, you can find the same deals or close enough deals. All year. All year. I, I Every single time, whenever we I bring that up to people... You see it with TVs for us all the time. Oh, should I get a new TV on Black Friday? I was like, honestly, no. One, because some of the models they release on Black Friday are meant only for Black Friday models. You'll never find them again, and they discontinue them immediately, and they're garbage. And two, your second best time, if not the best time, is the week before Super Bowl, because they sell every single TV then, too. And also, like Matt said, if you just kind of watch throughout the year, you'll see the exact same prices roll around. There's no reason to go crazy other than the media has told you to. That being said, this is the end, officially, now. We will see you next week when one of us wakes up from a turkey-induced coma. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.